Welcome in, everybody. Hey, hey, welcome back. We are back, and we're better than ever. Back in action, man. Back in action. Two weeks off. I know. Two. It was two long weeks, Dude, too. It was, yeah. I don't know if you guys missed us. We missed you. But, but yeah, we missed talking to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. you, sometimes we don't even know who you are. Right, right. It could be anybody listening. Yeah, yeah. But just know. We loved you and we yep. missed you. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Joey, you know? Yeah. Yep. Shout out. Shout out to Joe. I don't know who else has been. Nobody else has been hitting me up like, hey, uh, is, are you guys done with your podcast or anything? <laughs> like, just nobody, you know? So that's I was sad. like, well, that's I guess sad. nobody listens to us. Dude, people listen to us. Hey, you guys, you need to reach out to Bud so that he knows that you guys love him. Yeah. I just, need to. I need to feel. I need to feel the love. The he listeners. needs to feel some love. Yeah. So. And you know what you could always do? You could always like, share, rate, and review the podcast. That would make Bud feel really loved. Yeah, that yeah. would. And you know what? So I listen to these other podcasts, right? Yeah. And so some podcasters they start with that. Yeah. Say, hey, everybody, remember to rate, review, helps us out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then some people do it at the end. But so what actually helps you, like for people that don't know, so if you rate, like even every time you listen, throw five stars on it and throw a little comment or something. But Mm. so when you rate our podcast, what it does is, so there's like top podcast Mm -hmm. page, you know, and so there's like a list. And so like the more ratings and reviews you get, you go to the top of that list. So when people like just go, oh, uh, Christian religion, for search category mm-hmm. on podcasts, then they will see in order like the top religion podcasts down. Oh, that's cool. So when you get rating reviews, you make it onto that page. Oh, nice. We need to make yeah. it on that page, everyone. Come on now. Yeah. So that's just, that's just a little something for you guys. That's you cool, know, man. It helps us out. Yeah. And you know, one, another big thing that people do is giveaways. Mm. And so once we get our apparel, in and going Mm -hmm. we're gonna start doing some giveaways yeah so we'll be like hey so the next person that comments or something will give something away oh i like that yeah so be on the lookout for that yeah and also be on the lookout for youtube live yeah we are getting there and we have our youtube channel set up yep and uh, so now we just need to get our we have our camera but we just need to get everything set up so that you guys can actually see how cool we look when we're doing this. That's true. We do look really cool. It's, yeah. it's kind of a shame that we're hiding this from the It people. is kind of a shame. I agree, man. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get that going. We'll get that going too so you can see that. But uh, hey, so anyway, so the reason why we missed the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So you were gone. Yep. In Montana. Yeah. So we left early Tuesday morning, uh, two weeks ago. Yep. And um, we actually left at four in the morning. I was really impressed with um, the ladies of yeah, the house and the two children. And the babies. Yes, the three-year-old and the one-year-old. And so we, um, well, we had to leave Justin behind because he had to work, unfortunately. Yeah. And it was a lonely seven days for him. It was. And it's the longest I've ever been away from Des mm-hmm. and longest I've ever been away from the kids. Yeah. And it was weird. Yeah. The house was quiet. <laughs> like our house is never quiet. Yeah. We have a very loud house. Yeah. And so just being like the dog was gone too. Yeah. Tucker. And yeah. so it was just weird. Like 
it was pretty sad. The first day I just basically spent crying all day long, just wishing that I would have gone. Mm-hmm. And I was just so sad. I yeah. was like, man, why didn't I just get this on call traded and just should have just done it. And so, yeah, first day is filled with regret. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but I worked through it. Luckily, uh, Dude, I had my easiest on call that I've ever had ever, but <laughs> let, let's just talk about that for a second on the regret part, you know, because there's, um, in life. Yeah. You only get a certain amount of days. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you live those to the fullest. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be like, man, I wish I would have worked that on call that week. Yeah, that's true. You'd be true. more like, man, I wish I would have taken that trip to Montana. That's true. You know, that's 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 what some of the the wisdom that I've learned in life. Yeah. You know, it's just that, um, you know, I remember when, uh, when my pastor ended up finding out that he had cancer. Yeah. And so he's like, gee, I have some really important thing to tell you. Do you remember this? Eat more ice cream, play more golf. Yep. That's because at the end of the day, when you look back on life, you should be playing too, you know? Yeah. I mean, of course we need to work and we, you know, if you, if you can't get time off, you can't get the time off. That's the bottom yeah. line. And you just couldn't get the time off. Everybody else was taking time off and yeah, there was nothing you could do. But anyways, for you guys, just remember, eat more ice cream and play more golf. Mm-hmm. So we uh, pack up early. We leave a uh, sad Justin behind and we drive to Montana. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have ever taken a trip with um, a three-year-old and a one-year-old for, uh, what is it, basically 24 hours? Yeah, basically. And you have the whole truck full, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> the, packed the in. The whole bed of the truck full. And uh, basically at each hotel that we stopped at, we had this whole cycle because of the COVID, right? So the yeah. traveling with COVID is is very interesting. Yeah. You know, you stop at a gas station, you throw in your mask, you know, you run in there, you pay for it, and then you run back out, you know, and you have to uh, do the hand sanitizer and all that yeah. stuff. It's touching a process, the, right? Touching the gas. Yeah, touching the gas thing, you know. Yeah. And so you have this whole process. Then when we get to the hotel, then Mommy and Des had this process where they'd run in and they would sanitize the hotel room even more than what the hotel people already did. So they would take wipes, Lysol, and all that stuff. Yeah. So that way we could try to keep everybody as safe as possible. So it was a process, man. You know those those um those carts that the hotels yeah. give you? Oh yeah. It would take me two carts every time. So I had it down to 40 minutes loading up. Like wow. when we get there to the hotel, it'd take me 40 minutes to grab all the luggage, get it into the hotel room. <laughs> and then when we'd leave, it'd take me 40 minutes to load it back up oh. because we had to load it up in such a way. Right. To where the luggage would go in first so we could have the snack bags in the back and we'd have to take yep. like the ice chest inside so we could uh, drain it, refill it. Oh, dude, it was, it was a process. Plays. Yep, pack and plays, you know, you the blankets. The, yes, all that, man. Yeah. But dude, totally worth it. And I would yeah. just tell myself, don't get frustrated. Even when it was raining a couple of the times when I was loading and unloading <laughs> in the rain, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> totally worth oh. it. Totally worth it. But man, what a what a beautiful place up See, there in Montana. And then that time you're wishing, man, I wish Bud was here. Yeah, dude. That time I'm like, man, if only Bud would have taken that time off, <laughs> then I wouldn't be having some help right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, it's cool, man. Dude, the ladies were awesome on it. The babies yeah. were awesome. I mean, we had the best of trips that you could think of under the circumstances. 
Yeah. You know, we, we, um, we spent, we didn't spend any time relaxing at all. We basically got there, uh, up there to Montana, um, Kalispell and we, um, pretty much had to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but we got some, uh, right. Cause you guys drove for like, well, like you said, basically 24 hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. It took us, took us, uh, um, well, yeah, it took us two days to get up there. Yeah. And uh, it was so funny, man, because we got to this one point and it was like, cool, we're almost there because we're out the freeway and we're on uh, kind of like a side road. Yeah. And then we look at the GPS and it's like two hours and 20 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then we're driving and then we hit lightning, right? We had, uh, And I think it was must have been Trey Boy's first time of actually being able to see the lightning right. come down. And, yeah. And then the thunder. Yeah. And then he had to call his daddy. Yeah. So he calls his daddy. He's like, daddy, did you hear that lightning? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so funny. Like he didn't, he doesn't understand like the travel. Like, yeah, he thinks I'm still right there. Right there, yeah. yeah. That's the mind of a three year old, you know. Yeah. But it was so funny because he had to call his daddy. You know, that was yeah. the first thing that he wanted to do when he was scared. So I thought that was really neat. You know. Yeah. And so, um, anyways, we get up there. Uh, beautiful place, beautiful lake. Uh, got to drop off the furniture with the friends. The whole purpose of the trip was actually to take the furniture to them. Right. That's and why you guys did this. That was why we did the trip. Yeah, because uh, um, our friends, they had bought a house up there in Montana. He sent me a picture of it. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool, man. I'm like, hey, I just bought myself a utility trailer. If you need, you know, um, help getting this stuff up there, just let me know. And lo and behold, he needed some help. So that's why we did the trip. Yeah. Desi and uh, the babies, they were like, we want to go too. So yeah. that's that's how it all went. And then mommy, she's the ultimate awesome vacation planner. Yeah. So of course she figured out some spots for us to go. So we get up there, we go to Glacier Park, which is beautiful. Yeah. We, I mean the the river, uh, leading dude. I mean this is a whole nother story. Yeah. But we punch in uh, Glacier Park, right? Mommy punches in on the GPS. Right. And Desi's like, I don't know, you know, there's like five different ways to get to this Glacier Park, you know. So um, mommy's like, we're, we're just taking this way. So we start to drive up there, and uh, we see no signs to that says you know glacier park or anything like that yeah like this is weird then we stop in this crazy construction that (laughs) is like this is really weird so we get through this construction and we're driving and all of a sudden it turns into this dirt road like this dirt bouncy road right (laughs) and trey boy he's like he was telling us before we left like hey we're gonna have we're gonna go on a dirt road and we're gonna be like uh you know like and i'm like trey we're not gonna do any four buying on this trip you know, yeah. he's like, and, but he's, you know, he's a prophet, you know, wow. he's yeah. an early prophet, dude. Like he'd be able to pick the elevator doors on which the elevator door was going to open. He's like, it's going to be this one. Whoa. And it would be that one. He was telling us when we were driving up there, we're going to need umbrellas. And all of a sudden it started raining. Wow. Yeah, dude. I'm like, man, this kid has got some prophecy in him. Yeah. He's got a gift. Yeah. And before the trip, he told us that we we're going to be hitting some four by dirt roads. Anyway, so we're driving up there and we're on this dirt road and we're like, man, this isn't a place. So we find this other dirt road that's kind of off the beaten path because we all have to go pee. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because the dirt road, the bouncing and all that stuff. And next thing you know, you're peeing and you're in the middle of Glacier Park. No. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's looking at you you're like, whoa. No, but we are peeing we here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden a, a car decides to drive up there. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And I'm course. like fully exposed out there, just not even caring because nobody else is out there, right? Right. Whatever. I'm never going to see them again. You're in the middle of, <laughs> of country. Country road. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so we turn around and we're like, maybe we should head back. So we start to head back because we're thinking we're going the wrong way, right? Yeah. Then we see this RV booging up there, like one of those rent RV 
things. Oh yeah. I'm always like, oh, if this guy's going for it, we're going for it. So yeah, turn around, start hauling up that way, right? Yeah. Dude, we're getting closer. We think, anyways, we see this beautiful river coming down. From, you remember that those rivers, like how it looked in Alaska, um, yeah. from, coming down from the glaciers. Oh yeah. That water and how crystal clear it was. Yeah. That's what this looked like. So we're, awesome. dr- we're driving up, and um, and then all of a sudden we see this sign, Canada, twenty two miles. Like what? what? Whoops! <laughs> we're about well, to cross the border. Yeah. Eh? Then it says that the border's closed. Oh. Thankfully, right? But anyways, right, uh, maybe like four miles later, we see this sign, Glacier Park, one sign, turn right. Wow. And so we turn right, we run into this cool little town. There's three little buildings on this town, a bakery. Thank you very much. Heck yeah. And we got some baked good, man, let me tell you. And they were delicious. But then you go to the Glacier Park, but you had to have reservations. So Mm -hmm. we weren't able to get in there, Mm -hmm. but we didn't care. Yeah. We got to smell these amazing um, wild roses, like these wildflower roses. Yeah. Just see going a out cool there. River. Yeah, dude. Solid cool river. Got to see a waterfall coming back down. Yeah. Trey Boy and Daisy Love ended up falling asleep finally. Perfect. You know, and we had a great day, man. Yeah. Finished off with some ice cream. That's that's the thing with going on those trips, you know, you never know where you're gonna end up. Dude, and it's not life, man. You just never know. Like if you just take the chance and go after it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we ended up seeing Yellowstone. We just, uh, one day in Yellowstone, more like yeah. a half a day in Yellowstone. Right. Cause you guys even drove after that. Yeah. And Desi's never been there to Yellowstone before. So she got to see and smell, you know, and Trey boy got mm-hmm. to smell the sulfur and all that stuff. And guess what? It was raining up there too. Yeah. That whole day it was raining, man. Just dumping crazy. Rain. But we got to see a bear or oh, I didn't get to see the bear, but Desi and mommy got to see the bear. We got to see... Um, well, you guys saw a lot of bears at Bear World. Bear World in Idaho. We sure did, yeah. man. But this was a, a, a loose a wild bear. wild bear. Yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah. Or wild Yellowstone. Bear. Yeah. I always mix those up. Yeah. I don't know why. Dude, bald eagles. We got to see a ton of bald eagles. Mommy got yeah. to see a ton of bald eagles. I got to see about two of them. Um, what else did we see? We saw some moose. We saw... I mean, you name it, dude. We saw it. Yeah, lots of wildlife up there. Bison. Yeah, big old buffaloes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, cool trip, dude. So that's why we were gone, and we didn't get back until that Tuesday. And yeah. then, you know. Well, while you guys were gone, we've had a little bit of turmoil going on in this country. Yeah. Yeah, so we heard. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it was, it was kind of freaking me out a little bit because, you know, before, it's been so weird because, like, where you guys went, you know, we're all just like, basically like, we're done with this COVID, mm-hmm. you know, we're yeah. moving on. We're over it. We're, that's how we were feeling. We're, right. like, we're moving on, you yeah. know? Yeah. And the country is kind of feeling the same way. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was just like, all right, we got basically millions of people protesting. Yeah. You know? and. Yeah. Like, if it's going to spread, it's going to spread right now. From them protesting. Yeah, like you would think, like, okay, hey, we got thousands of people gathering up in these large places. Like, if COVID's a thing, then it's going to spread. Yeah. And, well, it's spreading. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I heard actually an interview uh, from one of the mayors in, I can't remember which city it was, but he finally... um, said that yes it's spreading from the 
um, protests. Yeah, and that's what was crazy is like you see on the news and it's like, okay, everything's going to shut back down, but protests are still allowed. Yeah. And it's like, seriously? Like, right. okay, you can't have anybody sitting outside of a restaurant. Right. But you can have a bunch of people Right, thousands up. of people gathered together, spitting on each other as they're yelling. Yeah. You know? I know. Gosh, man. Yeah. Make sense. And it's been crazy, you know, like, um, they just had uh, the press secretary for Trump mm-hmm. on, and she was um, kind of like lashing out at the media Mm. because there are so many killings this weekend Mm -hmm. because of the riots and Mm -hmm. stuff, you know? And um, obviously you have these states that have basically kind of loosened the reins on uh, law enforcement. Right, yeah. And, um, or I guess not really, would that be loosened the reins? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so you got people just... Yeah, like around. letting them run around yeah, free. Yeah, right. That's right. what loosen is, right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got people running around all crazy, shooting people, you yeah. know, like just pure tur- turmoil right. going on. Yeah. But yet you can't, like, the news isn't talking about it. Right. You yeah. Ca- you can't find, you have to find it on things like social media. Right. To even realize that this stuff's going on. Oh, yeah. So the press secretary was like, going off on the media like hey why aren't you guys asking anything about this right you know yeah so it's just like it's kind of crazy yeah. you know we, we got this we got this crazy time going on so it's just so we got psalm 120 yeah. one and it says in my distress i called to the lord mm-hmm. and he answered me mm-hmm. so i want to just kind of start off with this verse because um you know we got this country that's once again yeah. You know, we made it, we made it past these few months. Right. Yes. And it's just, it's, this country is once again, just falling back into that distress, that mm. chaos. That started in March and we're now in yeah. July. Started mm. in March and it felt like it was getting better. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then, and then all the protests started going on. Yeah. And then the rioting. Right. And then, you know, now we got all the COVID cases spiking up again. Yeah. And, um, so we're just, you know, it was like you were saying yesterday when we were talking, you're like, it's weird because, you know, the now more than before you're feeling more anxious. Right. Yeah. About this. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've already gone through this. And so you'd think that you would, you know, like you just know how to react and what to do and all that stuff, you know? But yeah, I think because it's kind of like round two in a mm-hmm. sense, what are they calling it? Like the V and now they're saying we're turning into a W, right? right? Because we're going to go back down before we go back up again. Right. And I, and I think that, you know, like through living through these recessions in the past and um, just living through what, what I've lived through, it's really hard to see people go into these places yeah. You know, it's it's a place of depression. You know, it's a place of um of sadness. It's a place of wandering. You know, like you could see it in people's faces. Right. And so I think that that's what I'm starting to feel like is going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be like how you're just saying in that psalm in Psalm 120 verse 1, in my distress I called to the Lord and he answered me and I think that I really think that we're going to have to to um dude so I'm reading this book right now. Yeah. And he and he's talking about 
<clears throat> it's really good, but it's talking about the, the power being released. And it's not until we're really connected with God until that power could really be released. And I think it's going to be so important like for us to call upon God, like you're saying in that Psalm. Yeah. In order for this power to be released. And yeah. the power must be released. Right. Like people need that fragrance of mm-hmm. Christ. Like when we're walking around, when we're talking with people, we need to be that fragrance of Christ right now. Right. And I think the hard part is, is that we're all going through our own stuff. Yeah. You know, and there's people that are rising up that are doing backstabbing. There's people that are rising up, you know, gossiping. There's people yeah. that are rising up saying things that they shouldn't say, doing things that they shouldn't do. And these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so it makes it really hard to be that fragrance of Christ when those things are going on. Mm-hmm. Number one, if you're doing those things, you cannot be the fragrance of Christ. And number two, if you're receiving those things, then it's very difficult to be the fragrance of Christ because it brings on what? Anger. It brings on strife. You know, it brings yeah. on these things. And so I think the enemy is going to ramp that up. But in order for the enemy to be able to do these things, we have to give them that authority. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we're now in Christ. And so now we have the authority. And if we hold on to that authority, then, then Satan's not going to be able to do those things to us. But it's not until the point to where we give him the authority back to where he can start doing those things. So we really need to keep that authority that Christ has given us by dying on the cross. Yeah. And I think that's going to be so important so that we could be the fragrance of Christ right now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a time where it feels like more people are giving in mm-hmm. to those thoughts. Right. Giving in to Satan. Yeah. You yeah. know, letting. Yeah. And it's so obvious. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. It, and you know, it's like, um, you know, these protests, they started out peaceful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But now you have um, different areas of the country where, the like their government has literally given up on. Yeah. Right. And it's just a sad and scary place to be. Yeah. Be like that. Oh, you know, yeah. like when when you think of America and other countries are probably just loving this. Oh yeah. Because they're just seeing America just so divided. Right. And just crumbling. Yeah. Like that's what we're doing right now. Right. We're crumbling and we're destroying Things that are American history. Yes, right. And um, putting down just law enforcement and right. and all this. And we got this 4th of July, you know, <laughs> with the Independence Day Yeah, that just passed, you know. Right, yes. And it's just like, man, like you just kind of sit there and think like, all right, what's going to bring this country back together? Yeah. You know, right. when, when is this going to start to go on? Right. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. And it's it's just been difficult because, you know, we're we're watching church yeah. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously everybody's watching church. Or, you know, some people might be back. Right. Um, some churches have started to open up again once again around here. And um, this... Uh, I just found this crazy, huge, long spider web. <laughs> Sorry, like guys. listening to Bud, and he's like oh, yeah. looking around. Oh, I see that. Yeah, look at this thing. Oh, wow, man. look at that. It's insane. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, anyways, 
So now if I don't. If we're on YouTube live right now, they would see this. Yeah, they would see it. Yeah. So oh, they'd see that spider right behind your head. Oh, Just God. kidding. <laughs> see, this is what happens when we're not in the studio for two weeks. Spiders start claiming this yeah, area as yeah, their own. Yep. Okay, not today, spider. Not today. All right, so anyways, now I don't want this to come off like bad about the church. Right. Okay, but, you know, we, we're turning on church on Sundays. Yeah. We're just hoping to get something with some meat on, in it, you know? Like, we're looking for it. We're hungry. We're hungry. You know? Yeah, and totally. then And we are. But yet, we're, we're turning it on, and we're hearing something political. Mm-hmm. You know, we're hearing something that maybe we just feel like isn't really right for the mm-hmm. church to be talking about. Yeah. You know? But it's like, I mean, at the same time, like, this is the reality of right now. Yeah. You know? And churches are in a weird spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dealing with all of this right and you know like you and i have had discussions like hey if we had the church what well, would we you be about, preaching about? <laughs> our typical yeah right, go to yes yeah. so what do you think about that? dude i think that i think that you're right that the churches are in a really weird spot right now yeah um I was just being told by a friend about a church that opened up wide open. They're hugging each other and everything out there in um, San Antonio, I think, Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. Calvary Chapel out there. And uh, they just came. Um, 11 of their members or of the people that were congregating um, just came down with COVID. And one is now in ICU from the COVID. So the pastor feels awful, you know, about um, the decision that he made. You know, and... And I think that what's going to happen is um, people, pastors, I think people need to remember that pastors are people, right? Yeah. That they're humans. And they're going to be seeking the Lord. The board is going to be seeking the Lord. The elders are going to be seeking the Lord on what to do and and how to handle this. Um, we were in Montana. Dude, it's like COVID-free up there. It felt like anyways, you know, like yeah. it was, it's... Um, Everything's super clean, super neat. Like everybody is trying their best, right? You could just tell, you could feel it. Um, there's areas in Utah that were like, you you could just tell, like, man, this is this place doesn't feel very clean. Like I'm gonna mask up on every little area where I go to. Yeah. Um, and of course, you get to California, and it's just California's. I heard this morning that we're at the number that we're the number one state of cases right now. Yeah. You know, like we have eleven thousand five hundred yesterday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pastors need to seek out all this, but I think that no matter what they, they do, I feel like that they need to start giving messages of hope. Yeah. No matter what, you know, whether they're meeting in church or doing it on screen, we need hope right now. We need encouragement. You know, we need, we need that. We need to like, just get off of this. Um, the, the stories that we're hearing because it's bringing people down. Yeah. You know, the more and more that everybody hears about these stories is I don't feel like it's, it's my personal opinion is I don't feel like it's lifting the country up. Right. I feel like it's bringing the country down and that's what the enemy wants because he wants to steal, kill and destroy. Yeah. You know, and he he wants to steal, kill and destroy the fruits of the spirit. And so um, I think that these issues that we're having, they need to be addressed, but they need to be addressed in the political arena, not in the church arena. Right. That's my opinion. Yeah. And that's how I always was as a pastor, you know, and that's where I still stand mm-hmm. because you come to church to get a message of hope. You come to church to be lifted up, to yeah. learn about Christ, to study God's word. And that's what you come to church for. 
Yeah. All those other things need to be left outside. And so I just think that, um, you know, that, that the, okay. So it says, in, it says in Jeremiah, it says in Jeremiah uh, one night, it says, and the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. And that's what pastors are called to do. Mm-hmm. You know, is that the word of the Lord goes into their mouth and they need to go and preach it up and they yeah. need to pull out those strongholds, you know, the things that the enemy is trying to get right. into, you know, pull those things out and then sow into the people, you know, sow these seeds of hope, sow these seeds of the gospel, sow these seeds into them so that way they can grow and, and flourish, you know, but if that's not happening, then what's going to happen is, is kind of like the seeds that are just thrown by the wayside is they're not going to get planted. You know, the yeah. enemy's just going to come and steal them, swipe them away. And then you're going to have a bunch of people that are just going to be wandering around that are going to fall into these things like yeah. we were talking about earlier, right? They're yeah. going to fall into these things, fall into this chaos, you know, which is exactly what was outside the Garden of Eden, right? So you have this Garden of Eden, this beautiful Garden of Eden that God created originally, put Adam and Eve there, and then outside of that Garden of Eden was chaos, and so that's what's happening is everybody's walking outside the garden right now into this chaos and they need to walk back into yeah, the garden. I love, I like, you know that, I mean? I like that illustration. Yeah, there. dude. And that's just what I feel like the church needs to do. Yeah. And the pastors need to do, but that's just me on the outside. I don't know. I'm not hearing from the Lord. And so, you know, I'm praying for the pastors constantly that, that they're just hearing the word. Well, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, I, I think you are hearing from the Lord on it. Like I've, I, I was telling you the other night at mm-hmm. the dinner table, just because you're not actively preaching doesn't right. mean that you're not actively hearing from God yeah. and hearing about something that the Lord might want you to say. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what's great about this. Yeah. Is we have this podcast where we can say that. Right. It right. still gives us the like. It's just like you said. Like so, when you're not in your niche yeah that the, your gift right right yeah that the lord's given you yeah you go crazy oh yeah dude and so right. like that's what this part like this podcast it's awesome helps yeah. you fill that niche it does it really know? does yeah but yeah i i completely agree with you on that you know just about the hope yeah and um like one thing i wrote down was like we need a Billy Graham type. Yeah, I love that, dude. Just a rocking yes. message just to be blasted across do, this man. nation. Yep. Louder than the protests, louder than the government, louder than this virus. You yeah. know, just something to rise above. Like, man, you know, like yeah. you can only imagine like Billy Graham would be licking his chops right now. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Oh. Jumping on this, you right? Know, like, yeah. This, this Martin Luther King Jr., Martin dude. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, like yeah. giving a message of hope, you know, yeah. just getting out there and. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I saw this, and I was kind of telling you because uh, when I when I was a youth pastor, and I don't know how old you were, you're probably like what twelve or thirteen, I'm guessing. Yeah. And we went to yeah. a, um, we went to a Harvest Crusade, right, with Greg Glory. Right. Like we need a Greg Glory. We need Greg Glory to rise up and give some yeah. some messages, like on the Capitol, right? Right. Anyway, so uh, or Franklin Graham, you know. I know. Yeah. And so, and I know that they're trying, but it's just, it's, you know, it's just. Well, they're the running, Lord, yeah, they're running the into the same problems. They are. But anyway, so we're, we, we roll into this Harvest Crusade and, and, um, and we have a bunch of young Christians, you know, mm-hmm. new Christians that are crazy new Christians, right? <laughs> they're really having to get trained that, you know, I mean, they're fun, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're my oh, yeah. type of Christians, you know, I just love them. 
Anyways, uh, not that there's a certain type of Christians, but <laughs> I only love <laughs> that type. <laughs> I love all Christians, brothers and sisters, but these guys are just fun, right? Yeah. Because they're not hypocritical. Right. They're not using Christian words. You know, they're just straight up. Yeah, no Christianese. You know? Right. They haven't been taught Christianese, and so they're just straight up. Mm-hmm. So we roll into uh, to this Harvest Crusade, and there's this guy that has a sign. He's like, great glory sends people to hell, right? And so uh, I'm like, oh, great, because I just know what's going to happen. So, hey, Jay, what's that guy mean with that sign? I'm like, oh, guys, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, let's just ignore him. No, we should pray for him. Like, he's lost. We should pray for him. I'm like, all right, let's pray for him. And they're like, well, you always like to circle up and, and, and hold hands and pray. So let's circle up around him and pray. I'm oh, like, oh, gosh. Like, all right. So we start. So I'm like, all right, everybody, let's circle up and let's pray around uh, this guy. Well, what should we call him? Uh, well, let's call him Bob. So like, all right, let's pray for Bob. So now all these other people are hearing what we're doing. And so they want to join into this circle. Yeah. So now we have probably like, I don't even know. What do you think? It was like a hundred people in the circle, yeah. you know, around this one poor guy, right. Bob, who has a sign. That says, and so now this guy starts chanting. Yeah. Right. Cause he wants to be louder. Right. Kind of like what the enemy does, right. Yeah. What the enemy is doing right now, trying to be louder. So then I look at my pastor. I'm like, pastor, you have the loudest voice here. You're, you're going to have to pray. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So yeah. he's, he's up for it, you know? So he starts praying, you know, and Lord, we just pray. And then this Bob starts chanting even louder. And then, so the pastor starts yelling even louder and this Bob is yelling even louder. So they're yelling back and forth. Yeah. Right. And I'm just cracking up, you know, because this is just awesome, you know? Yeah. And then finally this guy, Bob ends up quieting down because mm-hmm. I knew the pastor was going to have the loudest voice. Yeah. And that's what we need to do right now, dude. Right. We yes. need to be the louder voice, you yes. know, like, Although that the enemy is getting louder, we need to be even louder than that yeah. because we've been given the gift of, um, you know, of continuing on like that steadfast, right? Like God yeah. has given us that steadfast and the enemy has not got that. He will eventually quiet down as we get louder and louder because going back to what I was saying about the authority is he doesn't have the authority, but we do. Yeah. You know, and God has given us the authority and God is much louder. It's not like, you know, like here's God and here's Satan and who's going to win this battle. It's like, no, God has already won that battle. Satan has already lost and he's going to try to take as many people with them. And yeah. so we need to remember that, that, that we need to be the loud ones of this. I love that. Be a little louder. Be a little louder. Yeah, sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. I love that, man. That... <laughs> That that hits the nail on the head, dude. Like, for real, that is that is what this country needs. Yeah, we we as the Christians, you know, brothers and sisters. Yeah, it's time to step up, you it know. Is. And like we were talking about with the hope, just restoring the hope. Romans fifteen thirteen says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy." and peace in believing Mm -hmm. so that by the power of the Holy spirit, you may abound in hope. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the one thing that's awesome here is the same God that we have our hope in is Mm -hmm. the same God that restores our hope. I love that restoration, man. And you see here that with hope comes joy and peace Mm -hmm. in believing in God, you know? Yeah. And so when, when we, when we have that hope, you give somebody something to hope about. Yeah. And it just, you can see that restoration start to begin. Yeah. You know, it's just like, 
you know, thinking about just like, for example, you know, when, when people are on their deathbeds Mm. or something, you know, and, you know, it's crazy because it's like you're sitting there and you're talking with this family, you know, and this family, like, they'll just, they'll feel like they don't have any hope, you know, they don't know mm-hmm. and stuff. But then, like, you come in and it's your job to restore that hope to that mm-hmm. family, right? Yeah. You tell that family, like, no, this man's going to be in a better place. Yeah. He's going to Christ. Or you tell him, no, this man's going to be healed, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you have that hope. Yeah. And you're, and then you can see that, like, yeah. it, like lights a fire, yeah. right, in these people. Yeah. And it's like unexplainable because it's like, yeah, of course, sadness should be what's overwhelming. Yeah. That's what the devil wants, right? right. He wants yeah. to bring on that depression. Yeah. That sadness and yeah. stuff. But no, like, God is the opposite. Yeah. You know, right. There's darkness and there's light. You yeah. know, God's the light. Yeah. And the light shines a lot brighter, Amen, you know, yeah. coming into Amen. these areas. And yeah. so that's what we need. That's what we need right now. We right. just need that that you, me, right. anybody, yeah. whoever's listening, right. now is the time yeah. to be that light. Like yeah. like we were talking about this just a couple of weeks ago too. Like like at the same time, like, man, there's no better time to have the church right. than right now. Yep. Yep. There's you know, ways to there's still no, do it. There's no better time for the church to be reaching out. Yeah. Like I know it's I know that there's just it's just crazy and it's probably just really hard to figure out but like with that pastor opening up his doors and mm-hmm. and telling everybody like yeah let's hug you mm-hmm. know but it's like some some people need need that human contact mm-hmm. too yeah you know like we are hearing like with Tanner talking about that mm-hmm. uh a yeah, couple months touch, ago, right. that mm-hmm. physical touch, you yeah. know, like, man, that could have probably restored so much hope in in some people yeah. in that congregation, you right. know. And, you know, it's just like we talked about, like, you had the same amount of chance mm-hmm. getting COVID, yeah. being in church, right. that you do going to the grocery store, right. Yeah. You know, and who's yep. to say that those 11 people didn't get COVID somewhere else? Yes, yeah, exactly. You right. know, like... Yep. It just happens to be like this church is going to get called out for it. Right. You yeah. know, but who's to know that this didn't happen somewhere else? Yeah. You know, but who's to also know that there wasn't somebody in that congregation that was going to commit suicide yeah. because they were so depressed and right. hurt, yep. but they got a hug from somebody yeah. that changed their world that right. day. Yeah. Yep. You know, we don't know. Right. We don't know that, you know, yep. and, and it's like we're all – those people knew the risk they were taking. Yeah. We're all like, if you're ready to take that risk, take it. Yeah. You know? Right. Nobody's yep. going to judge you for it right. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we're all over it. Right. Yeah. You know? And yep, if you totally. want to, if you want to still be secluded, I guess, yeah. you know, or yeah. you're protecting isolated. yourself, right. isolating, yeah. good for you too. Right. Yeah. Like there's not going to get judged for that. Either. No. And right. that's what we need to stop doing. Yeah. Yep. It's like everybody wants to be hurt by something. Yeah. And upset. Right. Or somebody wants to judge somebody for yeah. something. It's no, I'm sick right. of that. 
yeah. we're done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we yep. need to just be coming together. I agree, man. Preach it, dude. Yeah. Right. Just Preach as it, a nation. Right. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It really gets us going, you know, yeah. when we think about it, because, um, cause there just is a lot of hurt that's getting lashed out. You know, a lot of, yeah. uh, a lot of things that shouldn't be taking place are taking place. And, um, and we're just giving excuses for them. And I think yeah. that that just needs to stop. You know, I think that we need to walk in our authority. And I think that, you know, like maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're not a Christian. You're like, well, why do they keep referring to Christians? You know, as, as like, you know, Christians, we need to do this. Christians, we need to do that. Well, let me just tell you that even if you're not a Christian, you know, like you, you, you're just kind of on the fence, you know, you're, you're just not sure. And, and I know there's a lot of people that get on the fence about whether they should believe in, in Christ or not. And that's what yeah. a Christian is, is one who uh, accepts Christ as their Lord and Savior, believes that that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins, that they're actually a sinner, that they're not perfect, in other words, that they yeah. make mistakes. Like right. We all realize that we make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And we need forgiveness from that. Yeah. And, and, there's, and the only way that we can really get true forgiveness is through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross mm. and the fact that he rose again three days later yep. to beat death. And that's all that a Christian is, is one who believes in that, and then from that, once you accept Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior, then things begin to change in your life. Right. You know, you actually have a change in your life. You we, know, we live to be Christ-like. We live to be Christ-like. And so when we're referring to Christians, that's what we're talking about. But there are a lot of people out there that maybe necessarily don't want to become Christians because they've seen how other Christians are. Yeah. Fake, phony, yeah. hypocritical. Say one thing and do another thing, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And shame on those people that are, that live a lifestyle like that. For you that aren't Christians, that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. What we're supposed to be like is we're supposed to be loving. We're supposed to be caring. We're supposed to look out for the greater good of, of you, of ourselves. We're supposed to live a lifestyle that we believe that Jesus would live. And of course, we're going to mess up, but we have no problems with you saying, imitate me because I'm trying to imitate Christ. Yeah. We don't have a problem with saying that yeah. because the lifestyle that we live, yes, we're going to mess up because we're not perfect. We're not human, but we're going to be the first ones to tell you that. Yeah. So if you are listening to this and you keep on hearing us refer to Christians and it's kind of a turnoff to you, uh, please forgive us as Christians because we need to be living a better lifestyle. Well, and yeah, I mean, we're we're pointing that out because we hold ourselves to a higher standard. We do, right. And and, we're, and yeah. it's not like you're not at a high standard if you're not a Christian. Right. Like, I know a lot of people that are better people, not Christians, yes. than some Christians that I know. Yeah, I was just naming some of that off, you know, like yeah. some of the people I work with as clients, you yeah. know, and, and they're <clears throat> are just so grateful, you know, because... I'm giving up, as you know, I'm giving up a ton of money, yeah. you know, on every single loan to try to get the best loan for these people. Yeah. And there's some people that just aren't grateful whatsoever and they're Christians. And there's other people that are so grateful and they're not Christians. And yeah. I actually prefer to work with those people more All than right. my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think that's a shame, yeah. you know, because it should be the other way around. Right. So we still love you and we still care for you whether you're in Christ or not. Yeah, whatever Just know you that. are. Whatever you are. We would love for you to become Christians because we know that that's going to save you. 
Yeah. We know that that will save you from, you know, eternal damnation. In other words, mm-hmm. we know that you would be set free from a lot of stuff in Christ. We know that it'd be very freeing to you to be able to receive him and have his power come in you. And so yet you could walk in that authority so you could receive his peace. So you could receive the grace. So you could receive the mercy that we're talking about. So you could receive that joy, that deep, deep joy that, that we have. And there's so much more that we could explain later, but I just felt like compelled just to talk to people that aren't Christians that are kind of on the fence. Please, please reach out to Bud or I, you know, so we could talk about that because we really want you to be better off. That's the whole purpose of Better Together, you know, is um, Better Together Disaster Relief is we're in a disaster right now and the reef comes from Christ. Yeah. And so um, anyways, sorry, just went on a little tangent there. No, that's, that's awesome, man. I think that's perfect. You know, um, that is exactly how I feel about it too. And, and, you know, like it's, like I said, like you're saying, you know, like we only say Christians a bunch of times just because that's, that's a standard Mm -hmm. in our eyes. Right. You know, and it's, and it's something that we strive for. We strive to be Christ-like, you know, and we're made in his image, you know, and so we just want to walk in that. And yes. following that, you know, but, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. So I, I think that we should just wrap it up here with that. Yeah, I think you know, so and too. Let's just, let's just stand on that hope and, and please walk in the authority that's been given you no longer give the power to the enemy, you know, yeah, let's amen. give the power to God and walk in his authority and let's be the fragrance of Christ and let's bring the hope, the message of hope, right? The anchor of hope yep. that, that is one of your favorite verses. Yeah. Let's be that anchor of hope, you know, and let's just let's just live the lifestyle that we're supposed to live. If you've messed up as a as a Christian brother or sister, repent. Yeah. Turn your ways. Get back. You know, if you've fallen in this uh this this, you know, um walking in the enemy, you know, walk allowing the enemy into your life, repent, you know, mm-hmm. change your way of thinking. You know, go back to uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Yep. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Love it, man. So, guys, guys, in the midst midst of life storms, storms, we are always better together. (laughs) 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 It's been a while. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Been a little bit. We love you. God bless you. God bless.